This is Lucas from City of Brass, and you're listening to Redemption, part of the RPG Academy Network. This is Redemption, an actual play podcast set in the Star Wars role-playing game system with Chris Burlew as the GM and also the droid R3A1. Man, your direction's getting crazy. Kendall Jung as the Twi'lek former Padawan, Karel. If you can maintain distance, we will have a polite conversation. Michael Waldschlager II as the Duros pilot, Tazi. Sorry guys, that was a little rougher than I expected. And Nathan Robinson as the Nautilin gunner, Ko. This is my new armor. Episode 214, Showdown on Korriban. Against their better judgment, the crew have gone to the planet of Moraband to unite their load of refugees with their families and other stranded beings, including the offspring of Tassar. However, the sullen red planet that used to be named Korriban holds dark secrets in its lightning-filled skies and even darker foes beneath them. We just don't know what we're about to run into, and... Okay. Yes, it's probably a very good idea that everybody get ready. So, if you need me... Of course. And Crow walks off. I, I thank you for your help, Captain. You have a... Don't thank me yet, Darla. Well, it's your intentions that don't. I appreciate. Understood. Go on back to the refugees. All right. So, where did Corral go? Corral goes back to her room, and nobody... Unless somebody comes and gets her, nobody sees her for at least eight hours. All right. So, a- A1's in the back. He- him and Essek are working on some project. They're hunched over something. For the trip. And then, Tazi, I'm assuming you're in the cockpit. Mm-hmm. And is there anything you guys want to do on the trip? Nope. Nope. Okay. You're there. Orbiting yep. Moribond. Moribond. And it looks just like they do <clears throat> know it. It's a desolate planet. Got a red tinge. Yep. I really don't like this place. Some lightning in the sky. Yeah. Oh. And from the cockpit, Tazi does a quick scan with the sensors. Are there any other ships in orbit? None in orbit. You do know where the Manticore is, because Darla on the trip would have given you the com code and all that stuff to contact them. So you find them on the planet in kind of a valley. As you're like doing those scans, I walk up behind you and kind of like lean against your the back of your captain's chair. And they're like, they're not in orbit, are they? No, they're on planet already. Shocking. Well, we were supposed to escort them. Why would they leave the planet until we were here? All right. No, that's fine. Just, I mean, do we want to have Darla call them or we can call them? Let's have Darla call him. Yeah. I'll, I'll go get her. Carl runs back to go get Darla and comes back okay. a minute later. She comes back up. Yes, gentlemen. What can I do for you? All right. You're going to make a call to the uh, Manticore. Get them uh, geared up and we can fly out of here. Okay. She pushes a button and makes a call. There's a guy on the other end. Manticore? Who's this? Uh, this is Darla. Oh, Darla. Uh, yes. And uh, could you let us know? I have brought the Kralitz Fang here to help out. What can we do to assist you guys? Well, I think they are still collecting the refugees on the surface, so I'll have to get in contact with them and call you back. Okay, thank you. Uh, Is it clear for us to land? Yeah, it's clear for you to land. All right. Thank you very much. Yes, no problem. She looks over at Tazi. Shall we proceed, Captain? Uh, We have to actually land on this planet. Yeah, I, I I guess we have to land. Okay. All right. I was hoping they would meet us in orbit, but that's fine. So, everybody strap in for landing. Oh boy! Um, uh, okay, I'll, I'll be back there. I'd jump in the gunner bud because it unlocks his wheels and or feet on the floor. Click. I'm here and, for you. Uh, and Tazi takes the ship in to land in the valley. Yep. Roll your dice. Oh, it's not anything crazy. Oh, I want him to roll. 
just an difficulty easy, easy, easy check i mean i mean there's some lightning and stuff but nothing you haven't dealt with before so that was a failure with uh one advantage okay uh it's not a smooth landing you land pretty hard you bend the landing gear just a touch when you land great more more <laughs> more damage to the ship this is this is great sorry guys that was a little rougher than i expected unexpected lightning storm but it was the uh the downdraft I suppose unexpected lightning is unexpected, yeah? Yeah. Um, I guess if we up the power on the compensators, that won't happen next time. And now he says well, next time. Yeah. I mean, hopefully we won't have to land here next time. Good point. I All just right. mean next time we get a downdraft, I'll get I'll get Essie and I on that. Can can we just hurry these people along? So we landed apparently near them. Yeah, yeah, is that, okay, so we, we see, landed. We landed in the valley that they okay, are in. Yeah. All right. So we hey. see them. Is that yeah, fifty yards away? Okay. So, do we see the refugees that we're trying to be getting? Uh, like, is that you see uh, a, a small crew and they're working on the ship, and you don't see the refugees. Uh, but at the same time, this valley there's lots of wind and sand, so mm. they wouldn't just sit outside. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go take a speeder over to them and see if I can't find the refugees. I'll I'll grab my tools and go see if I can help them fi- work on their ship. All right, you can hop in the. You want Tazi? You want to come with? Where are we? Yeah, might as well. Um, A one, can you take a look at the landing gear? See if there's anything we can do to. Yeah, yeah. All Thanks. right. So we all hop on the speeder and nope. keep an Wait. eye on our guests to make sure they don't get into anything. Okay. Okay. All right. No one comes back on the ship unless we are with them. No one leaves the ship unless we are with them. Okay. Unless it's us. Okay, got it. Uh, that makes sense. Like, even one of us can come back and get on the ship and leave the ship. Right, right. doesn't have to be all three of us. Right, but you're always with you, so I could let you in because you're with one of us. Correct, yeah. I, yes. just, I just wanted to make sure you didn't think that we but needed all three. you don't count as one of us for this right. specific argument. Yes, so you can't bring so. anyone on and you can't take anyone off. We should bring Darla. But then I can't leave. You can go Correct. and look at. We don't want you to leave right now. We you want can you look to at the landing the gear, okay, and then return back to the ship. But you can't leave the ship, okay. Right, and we should take Dala. Yeah, that's true. Dala, man, your directions are getting crazy. It was, you know, if you would just listen to. You know what? No, it's fine. I get it. It's just, yeah, the goal. Right, Darla, yes, Dala. We're gonna go take. Uh, we'll take you with uh, everyone else, and uh, Tazi and I are gonna go try to find rest of you, refugees. Corell's uh, uh, going to help your uh, ship, uh, other ship, hopefully get running and going. Um, okay. You can come with me and Tozi to get the refugees if you'd like. I'll go grab my tools. Please do. Kral thank you. Off. All right, I, I would appreciate that. Excellent. When Corell comes back to the speeder, she's got a bag of tools. But she's also wearing like kind of her normal coveralls. But she has the the big snow goggles from Antula that are kind of almost half cover her face. That's a good idea. Sand I'm gonna go grab mine. Not not your friend. Tazi goes to get his yeah. goggles too. I also get goggles. Everyone looks at Kamos. So I try not to break Tazi's goggles this time. You know, I am still sorry about well, that. You know, ideally we won't be punching each other. So, oh, that'd be ideal. Yeah. Or I won't be receiving a punch. I mean, you could try to punch me. I mean, I said ideally. All right, that's fine. All right, everyone in the car, let's go. We're waiting on you. Oh, all right. I get in the speeder. You guys, we take Corel over to the yeah, ship. You guys get to the other ship. Mm, uh, me off. Basically, uh, it looks like there was a small explosion inside the ship, and their engines are damaged. They can't leave the planet. 
I'll spend some time looking at it. Okay. Uh, make a mechanics check. Hard. And then we go find the refugees. The pilot that you talk to, he directs you towards a series of caves that are nearby. They had to go there. That's basically what he tells you. Okay. Um, mostly to get out of the sandstorm. If there was a sandstorm. So I have failed with a triumph and an advantage. You can't get it fixed. But the triumph, you recognize that this was damaged from a lightsaber. Oh, goody. Somehow a lightsaber cut into the engine and caused a small explosion. All right. That's probably going to take me a little bit of time. So cut back to them and then we'll come yep. back to me. I figure that's at least going to take an hour. Yeah. All right. Well, to the caves, K.O. All right, we're at the, we're at the uh, caves. Yeah, you're, you're there. It's a you know, natural cave system that kind of goes in there. It's creepy because, I mean, you hear lots of odd noises. Perfect. Um, it's a, it is a natural cave. There are no right, markings. Yeah. There are no, nothing around the entrance mm-hmm. to the cave to denote that it's anything but a cave. Yeah. But like I said, it's creepy. It's almost like you hear moaning and, you know. You know, Tulsi, I have a really, I have, an, I have a question for you and see if you can answer this. Shoot. So when you go to hide yourself in a cave to protect yourself from the elements, mm. when you find the creepiest cave that you see, do you stay nearest the front where you can still kind of see and note that you can see other people that may show up in case, you know, you think you're going to get rescued? Or do you go deep inside the creepy cave so that when people come to rescue you, it's a caulking mess? I think that's a pretty situational question, to be perfectly honest. I, myself, I, I find that, you know, the deeper I go into the cave, the safer I feel. Oh, but, uh, all right. but at the same time, if I was expecting someone to come rescue me or come after me in a good way, well, I would want to be nearest the entrance. But, you know, again, it's situational, you know. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe if it wasn't a sandstorm, maybe if it was just a nice balmy day here on, you know, you know Sith planet. I guess I just, you know, the idea of going deeper inside the Sith homeworld, not my favorite vacation we're about to take. Well, keep in mind, too, we're uh, we're bound to run into Tassar down here. Oh, goody. Perception so, checks. So that'll be good. Yeah. That'll be great. We got that going for us, which is nice. Top, average, top per- notch. average perception check. Average perception Um... Four successes and a threat for Tazi. He's got it. <laughs> As you're having this conversation. My goggles are really clean. <laughs> you see up in front, like, you're walking down just a little tunnel, and then it kind of opens up, and you can see where the opening is. There are four guards. Two are kind of kneeling down and one standing up, and there are blasters pointed in your direction. They are attempting to hide. <laughs> you can see them. Um, I am oblivious. I am. K.O.'s oblivious. They're hiding well from K.O. Tazi stops dead and kind of grabs K.O.'s shoulder as K.O. continues to walk. What? Hey, 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 hey. Stop, stop, stop for a second. K.O. literally stops on a dime because he's military trained, so. Just put your hands up and look directly in front of you. Uh, Yeah. Hello. From behind you, Darla says, "Uh, it is us. It's Darla. We're here. And one we're, of the yes, yeah, so we're, we're we're with Darla. You know that one, the wiggly hand lady. We're with your savior, um, which in turn kind of makes us saviors. You know what I mean? Huh? Huh? You can put the gun down. Saviors by proxy, right? So that's yeah. pretty much exactly like a savior. So don't shoot us. <laughs> you see some? Oh, sweet. See one of them give hand motions to another one, and one of them disappears in the back. 
in a couple minutes. So we'll just wait here then. We'll just, we'll, we'll just, yeah, we'll just wait here, right? Darla says, yes, they are well trained. Just give them a moment. <laughs> I see that. And they need us. Why? Because the ship doesn't work. Uh, and a couple minutes later, uh, you see a woman walk up and you recognize her. Tessa! So interesting to see you again. Tessar looks over and says, well, I didn't think I would see you gentlemen ever again. Believe me. Feeling uh, is the feeling is mutual. 100% mutual, yeah. Shall we leave? Please. Let's go immediately. All right. She says something to one of the guards there. The two guards go back, and then a couple minutes later, about 20 people follow her. Oh, boy. So. Let's hope that ship is started, eh? Yeah. We're going to be real tight on our ship. I thought I put this thing on silent. Yeah, well, you did, but then I turned it back on. How did you turn my... Anyway. Uh, guys, just want to let you know, uh, I looked at the ship. It's not going anywhere. All right, so 15, 20 minutes going anywhere? No, if that... Okay, if I could repair it, it would be like, Hey guys, this is Carl. The ship will be fixed in X amount of time. This is me saying, no, the ship has been... And its engine cut to pieces by a lightsaber. Why did you do that? I didn't Were you angry again? Let's, you, somebody else's... Tazi and Kale both look at each other and then look at look at Tassar walking away. I just wanted to let you guys know we're going to have to take all of these people on the ship. Uh, if we're going to take them, which we're kind of committed to at this point. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. So, just letting you know, I'll see you back at the ship. Our ship or the Manticore. Hey, your best friend. I hate it when she hangs Man, up like she that. She does that all the time. She really does. She doesn't let you finish a sentence. Not you know a that? thing. Like, she's like, well, my conversation's done. Hang up. No, your conversation's not done. It's a two-way street. Anyway, it's it's fine. We can talk about it later. When we're all... We'll talk about it later in group. Yeah. Well, let's... let's. I guess we gotta get these guys back to the Kralitz Fang. Here we go. <laughs> we have one speeder there. Not all gonna fit. No. Anybody who seems like they may be injured or... Under the weather, not quite healthy, yeah. can ride in the speeder. You guys are walking out. Yep. Um, just as you get near the edge, Tazi, your your calm goes off. It's the ship. Yeah, a one. No, no. Uh, uh, here. Uh, people. Sensors. There's there's another ship approaching. No, no. People. Walk. Droids. Feet. Droids. There's droids approaching. Yeah. Put A1 on. He beeps A1 in. Uh, uh, hello? A1? Yeah, yeah. My dad just sent me a comm from the ship saying that there are droids approaching. Uh, one moment. I'm outside. Uh, yes. Looks like there's uh, droids that are flying in and looks like a speeder with a must be people on it. I mean, I see life signs. Just one. Criff, it's Rafe. I hear that, and I immediately pull out Big Bertha. And I'm like, you, you, and you, form up. Get, get Tazar and get the rest of the people into the into the other ship. The other ship? All yeah, right, it's all right, just all right. it's damaged, but it's cover. That's fine, that's fine. All right, you, 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 and you, form up. Let's go, Tazar. I need you in that ship immediately. Okay. Tazi bolts for the speeder and then just end. Hey, one, what's going on? There's people coming. Tazi and Kaor running to do something. I don't know. So they're bringing the people? 
Uh, no, there's robots and somebody on a speeder approaching us. I, I think oh, they're bad guys. Corel's calm kicks on for a second. Uh, yeah, I can. I'm here now with A1. Yeah, I can see the sensors. Rafe's here with droids. We gotta go. Rafe. Yeah, it's, look, it's the only person it can be. We've it's got, the only person it can be. We've got flying ones coming in too. All right. Um, I, can we get? Can you get the shields up immediately? Get them. Yes, yes. We'll get to the other ship. We'll try to draw their fire for a bit, and then we can maybe figure out what's going on. Yeah, I know. Girls drops into the pilot seat and adjusts it. Tazi pulls the speeder up next to the manticore. I'm on the side of the of it, like kind of just aiming, like looking at the the speeder coming up. Tazi and Ko start kind of herding everybody onto the manticore briefly. And the the four guards, mercenaries, whatever you want to call them, yeah. they start forming uh, strategic positions. Or you know, perfect. They're getting cover. They're starting to take aim. They're getting ready to fight with yeah. you guys. A one, can you man the pod downstairs? The gunnery pod. Uh, the gunnery pod? No, the snuggle pod. Of course, the gunnery pod. We have enemies coming in. Okay. <laughs> he locks in. Uh, on, when, when they get on board the Manticore, Tazi kind of runs toward the cockpit area to see if the pilot is still there. Uh, yes. He, he was trying to help Corel, but when she said it wasn't repairable, he must have gone back up front. Now he, he's looking down. Uh, yeah, it looks like we have something coming on sensors here. I I don't know what this is. Ships, maybe? Yeah, we do. It's trouble. Get out of the chair. Go back to the bay. I'm going to handle this. He gets up and moves out of your way. He obviously is not somebody used to combat. Tazi doesn't know much about the ship, obviously, but some of the layouts I'm sure I'm sure are similar. They've got to be somewhat um, standardized. That's okay. Um... So I'm going to make a piloting planetary check to to look at the controls and see if, uh, even though the engines are down, I'm sure the power plant is still working. I may be able to pull some power out of the power plant to get maybe some basic shields or some or sure. see if this thing even has any guns. I don't even know. Yeah. Tazi uh, has no idea. Average, What's the check? Average? I mean. I have. Uh, is that all advantages? Yeah. I, and threats. There are no successes I have three advantages. Yeah. I'm going to take the advantages on a blue die to try and get the power plant back up and running. Okay. So I'm going to have to run back to the uh, to the engine bay, or to the I guess to the engineering bay, and try to actually manually power up okay. the uh, the power plant. Uh, make a average mechanics check. All right. Awesome. I have one success and uh, <laughs> one threat. One success oh, and one threat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you get the power plant up. I would say the threat, you're only going to be able to get one. Do you want shields or weapons? Tazi's going to go with shields. Okay. So you get shields up, which, you know, basic uh, land-based guns aren't going to affect it unless it's a artillery. Got it. I guess but we be, have ship. There are ships coming in, so I know that yeah. this is... Yep. I guess and, the word wouldn't be land guns. It would be infantry weapons unless it was artillery. Small arms, yeah. Yeah. From not, the engineering from the engineering bay, Tazi patches on the shields, and then goes to work to try and get see if he can squeeze some more power out of it. Okay, all right. So that's what you're doing, Ko. What are you doing? I know uh, I'm just working with the 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 mercenary soldier, whatever whoever they are, uh, coordinating them into a in a into a good position. Um, okay. I would think that this preparation allows us to have maybe a black die against them or a blue die for us. You're taking cover? Yeah, cover, just making sure that we're all yeah. ready. If this, I mean, I mean, it may not actually end up being combat, but... Yeah, they're going to get black dice cool. if they try to shoot at you guys. Oh, and Corell is trying to... Corell's got the, kind of the ship powered up. 
puts up the shields and then opens a wideband comm frequency. Okay. <clears throat> Approaching separatist forces, please stand down. This is a refugee mercy mission. Nothing to shoot here. Response back. Very well. I come here in peace. Shall we discuss how this is going to go down? That would be appropriate. If you can maintain distance, we will have a polite conversation. Very well. I will have my forces stand down 50 meters from your ship, and I will come forward and I will discuss this with you. All right, we will meet you there. A1? Uh, yeah. Okay, if he tries any shenanigans or, like, anybody shoots us, shoot him. Okay. Get on the comm. Hey, guys? Yeah. Yes? It's Rafe. They're going to stand off 50 meters, and he is going to approach so we can discuss what is happening. So, we'll be at close range when he tries to stab us in the back. Oh, I love being in close range when I get stabbed in the back. It's the best! So, K.O., do you at least want to go and meet, talk with him? And maybe send, I don't know, Darla? Oh, we could send Darla. She is way better at talking to Rafe than I am. Well, you have a well, big we can't gun. just send Darla to talk to Rafe. Rafe's going to want to talk to one of us. But, well, that's why I'm going. I'm hoping Kale and his big gun will come along. I mean, I can come along. I do have a big gun. I gotta stay. I have to stay over here on the Manticore and try and get the systems back up and running. All right. Well, he's coming now, so come on out. A1, Let drop the shields, let me out, and then put them back up again. Oh, uh, okay. If I come running back, uh, like my Leku are on fire, please drop the shields again so I can get in. All right. Thank you. So if your Leku are on fire, let if, you back in. It's in. Never mind. If I come running back... Okay. And people are shooting at me? Let me in. Shoot them. And let you in. Correct. You got it. Okay. You All s- right. You said shoot first. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Um, got it. He he lets you out. Draw goes out to meet Rafe. And KO's going, correct? Yes. I am going to have my big gun to back up Darla and Corral. Oh, you go to talk, ask Darla to go out? Oh, yeah. Um, I would prefer not to. Oh, no, yeah. Now you don't want to help out. I'm great. Well, I think I can stay here and keep people relaxed and calm so they don't panic. Right. Wiggly hand thing, right? It's just a hypnosis technique that a lot of therapists use. Still wiggly hand thing. Okay. I'm sorry if it upset you, but I thought it would help. We'll talk about it in group. Then she walks away. So you two head out? Yes. You head out from the Manicor, you head out from the Crowlet's Fang, you guys meet, and you head out that way. We are literally having a high noon standoff. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Rafe comes walking out. He has a escort with him. It's a droid you haven't seen before. It's short and kind of round, and it's rolling next to him. You guys approach, and Rafe just... I'm going to reach out with the Force to confirm Darla's knowledge of his Force abilities. Okay. So uh, do I sense anything? Uh, what? Okay. So you're going to reach out with the Force. Are you going to try to make it... I'm not trying to... Inconspicuous, or are you just blatantly letting him know that you're probing? No, I just... I'm looking at him through the forest to see if he has a connection with it. Okay. Uh, Yes, you you can tell he's got some connection right now. Okay. Rafe? Of course it has to be you guys. Well, that's kind of the conversation we had a little bit ago when you appeared. This is easy. Give me what I want, and you leave. What do you want? My people back. Well... We can ask, and anybody who wants to go with you can go. I don't think you understand. I'm not asking. So, let me ask you this. Are you saying these people are your slaves? No. Then they have a right to not go with you. Prisoners don't have rights. 
you know. What, cr- what crimes have they committed? Several. Name one. Treason. Against whom? Separatists. Guess who I don't believe in? Mm, guess what kind of planet you're on? Mm, don't care. It's our laws, not yours. Oh, uh, guess what I got? No, go ahead, guess. I really want you to guess. A rash. Uh, no, actually, but if I did, that was from your mum. Otherwise, Kale. she's dead. <laughs> Perfect. Kale. What? He's already got me on the uh, the offensive because he's a little bit of of an offensive individual. You know what I'm saying? Rafe, this does not have to end this way. Let the people go. Why would you want people that don't want to be with you anyway? Because they're prisoners in their mind. What business is it of yours? We were asked to save them. And they are not yours. They are free-thinking beings. Who are prisoners. So are all prisoners. Unfortunately, we're not on your planet. I don't recognize your authority. And I don't recognize yours. So therefore, you have no right to save them. Except they asked us to. All prisoners want to be broken free. His companion, rolled up right next to him, pops up on four legs. You see a little shield, and he's got four guns, two on each arm. It's one of the, was it droid decars? Or no, yeah. It seems we are at sort of an impasse. We're not going to let you take them if they don't want to go. Cut to Tazi in the mechanical bay of the Manticore. He is literally using whatever tools at his disposal are in the engineering bay to try to make some repairs. And you see him frantically like tapping on something on the, the side of the power grid. It sparks. Okay. So flip that flip that light side. Light side over. It sparks and a side mounted gun on the Manticore comes to life and sprays the high noon area. These three are talking with the droid behind Rafe. And as the droid pops up and a burst of fire comes from the Manticore like across or around the area that they're in, nobody gets hit. Right. But it looks as it it would look it would appear as though uh, it's a show of force. Okay. Like a warning shot across the bow. Okay. I shove Corel away. So You're trying to shove Corel away from the blasts. Okay. But so as the shots come spraying in, Ko reaches out to push Corel. He gets his hands on her, and just as I rolled, by the way, three light side points for my force die, just as she force jumps back about 30 feet so it looks like ko actually pushes her 30 feet back through the air and she lands on the ground with her lightsaber ignited and we should probably roll initiative at this point there are six battle droids and behind the droids on the speeders are a bunch of other droids coming in 1.2 two successes three advantages so 2.3 zero two all right so what happens Corel has just force jumped back. Ko is standing there looking at Rafe. Rafe just kind of looks up and smiles. And then all of a sudden, Ko, you feel as though something wraps around you. It literally picks you up and pulls you straight backwards. And you land softly on the ground next to Tassar, who was actually, while you guys were talking, had moved up along the ridge. And she just kind of looks over. I won't leave you alone. Oh, all right, that's weird. Okay, did you touch me with the force or something? Yes, dear. Oh, that's weird. Don't do that. That's terrible. Oh, I feel dirty. Just get Uh, out your big gun and get ready to shoot. uh, Well, I mean, it's not like I can do it on command. All right, all right, all right. Then Rafe moves forward. He locks eyes with Corel. What is your discipline? Two yellows and a green. Go ahead and flip one of those over. I'm going to turn a destiny point from dark side to light side. 
So he locks eyes with Carell, and he simply says, you will fail just like you did defending your master. You are not powerful enough to stop us. And you get an overwhelming fear of helplessness and inadequacy. Is um, there a mechanical uh, negative he here? Used, he used influence on you. Okay. So you're going to take two points of strain. Okay. And for two rounds, your emotional state is locked in on this feeling of extreme helplessness and feeling that you cannot win. Okay. And what happens is inside your head, you actually have a flashback. And you actually flash back to when your master actually passed away. How did that look? The camera comes in on a pair of Jedi walking out of a small, like, assault-style shuttlecraft into a planetary hangar. Uh, as the camera pulls back, it's actually a shipyard. Uh, the taller, robed Jedi is a female human, and next to her is a shorter Twi'lek in Padawan attire and a string of beads hanging down behind her right leku. As the camera kind of pans, you can see it's a 17-year-old version of Corel and her master, Master Dane. Ahead of them, on a low catwalk, are a group of Quarren bureaucrats and their guards, and lining the catwalks around them in the factory are a bunch of workers who are standing there watching the scene. There's a little nod that passes between Master Dane to Corel, and she steps forward a few feet and looks up at the Quarrens on the catwalk. We were sent on the orders of the Galactic Republic with instructions for you to cease any and all shipbuilding activities for the Trade Federation. The Federation has been disbanded. And she looks up at the gathered businessmen kind of expectantly. No, no, we will not lose such lucrative contracts. And at this, Master Dane steps forward next to Corral, but allows the younger Jedi to continue speaking. This is the will of the Galactic Senate. Stand down or we will place you all under arrest. <laughs> Open fire. Blaster fire erupts from every catwalk and scaffolding as Corral and Master Dane ignite their lightsabers and turn to stand back to back. Shots are deflected into the floor, or in Master Dane's case, back at their shooters. The floor is actually starting to warp under the combined blaster fire and the heat from the deflected shots, but the two Jedi hold it back. And just as the blaster fire is starting to thin because of Master Dane's blade work, you can hear the heavy mechanical whine of a ship-powered cannon, and Master Dane hip-checks Corel to the side as her green lightsaber comes up and a massive cannon blast slams into her blade and herself, sending her to the floor, the lightsaber extinguishing and skittering to one side. Master Dane crumples to her knees with a cry of pain, and Corel jumps back into position, her master's lightsaber flying into her own hand. Master, get to the ship! We've got to get out of here! Both blades come up in a masterful display of Soresu. Her offhand defense really doesn't do a lot of good for her, but lets a few bolts get by. And as they back towards the ship, Curl's hit in the side a couple times. And just as her master climbs up onto the ramp and she's backing up next to her, another heavy cannonbolt strikes the ground in the ramp right in front of them. Her master's lightsaber goes flying off to the side as they both get thrown into the ship. Krell slaps the door closure button, running past her master's unconscious form to the cockpit, where she overrides the startup sequence and blasts them free of the planet before that cannon can hit him again, or before any planetary defenses might be able to track them. Once they're in hyperspace, she turns and sees her master just sprawled bonelessly where she got on board, her eyes closed. Krell walks over and then drops to her knees next to her master, her friend and her mentor, and doesn't find any signs of life. Corel just lets the tears fall from her eyes in an anguished silence. And the camera kind of comes back to the present on Korriban, and it's the same shot on Corel's face. But the same pain and the exact same tears are in her eyes as Rafe closes in on her. 
Rafe actually finishes off his turn by, he's going to take a second maneuver, and he actually moves up right and stands right next to Corel, kind of putting Corel in between the rest of the group and him. So now we go to PC1. Actually, we'll just say that Corel is standing there. Her lightsaber is lit, but she doesn't bring it up, and she's just breathing heavily, trying to regain control of her mental faculties. Okay. Next PC. Uh, yeah, so I would say that KO... The droid Dakar has not turned on his shield yet. I'm going to shoot him in the face. Okay. So you have not taken any maneuvers. So nope. if you'd like... True aim. Aim away. Medi- medium range. So just two. Uh, wash with an advantage and a triumph. You pull the gun up. Yep. You, you aim. Yep. You fire. You hit him, but it doesn't go through his armor. But with the triumph, you hit the spot that is his shield generator. Aha! So his shield does not turn on. Perfect. Um, so, yeah, that was... I shot that thing fantastically. It's the vulture droids. They're flying in. And they both fly in together and fire away. And that's amazing. They miss with a threat. So I will give one of them one point of strain. Uh, the droids that are on the one-man speeders... Uh, they come flying in from long range, basically to medium range. Tazi. Would those flyers be in range of the Manticore's gun? Or did we o- we're, we're only able to manage to get one shot off with the gun? Um, you could, yep, they're in range. Okay. They we'll are, try. Okay, they are silhouette one. Okay. The Manticore's a silhouette four. So there's a three silhouette difference, which means your difficulty on gunning, I believe, is a four. So four purple? Correct. Now, you still have a maneuver that you could take to aim. Which I will do because, again, the manticore isn't going anywhere. Uh, it's pretty stationary. All right. Pazzy takes aim with the limited guns he's got on the manticore. One success and, uh, yeah, one success. Okay. That's it. <laughs> uh, same Good gun. job, you. We'll use the same gun that the Crowlet's Fang has, so whatever the damage is on that. Well, there goes that. Never going to get that back. <laughs> he dropped his pen. Uh, it's damage six. Okay, so seven damage total. Uh, with one success, yes, seven damage. Uh, Tazi lines up a shot on the closest fighter and and pulls the trigger. And you do enough to it blows up in a shower of sparks. You rolled a threat or an advantage? It was actually none. It was a okay. nil. Yep. So it blows up just beautifully up above the big group of droids. They move up from long range, basically to medium range. They can't. Oh, do they're moving fast. Like yeah, they double moved basically. And then last last PC is A1 this time. And the camera shifts over to A1 on the Crowlet's Fang. He's plugged into the cockpit. He sends the shipwide um, communications and says, uh, strap in. We're about to do something Tazi-like. Speaking of Tazi, Essek, get to the bridge, please. And then A1 takes the ship up off the ground, and he flies it over, and he is going to attempt to drop it right on top of the droid Dakar. I say that's a pretty hard task. When you say drop, he's lowering it gently onto the Duradica, right? Uh, he is trying to put the landing gear on top of it and crush it. So he, A1 flies up, lands the landing gear right in front of the droid Dakar, putting the landing gear in between KO and the droid Dakar. <laughs> uh. And then you see Essek come up, and A1 says, Uh, you fly, I shoot. And Essek, ah, sh- shoot, fly, yeah. And then he jumps onto the into the pilot seat. Uh, back to the top. Ko, you see Tassar as she kind of closes her eyes, and she's got a hold of her saber staff. And everybody that's in range, which I believe is everybody, you get that familiar feeling of battle meditation, 
like what Corel normally does. Yeah. But it's a little different. For, no. For KO, you feel more of a passion and a desire to defeat your enemies. Uh, Tazi, you're just a little bit more uh, angry than normal. And Corel, the fear creeps into you even a little bit more. Rafe, I mean, he's taller than Corel because Corel's only, what, 5'3", correct? Yeah, at this point, Corel actually dropped to one knee. Okay. Once uh, the, the fear crept in? Once the power of uh, Tassar's ability washed over. He reaches down and grabs one of your Leku, which I know is your favorite thing. He's got a hold of one of Corel's Leku. He picks you up. So he's kind of holding you up. He ignites his lightsaber. He's got it right next to your right hand. And he simply whispers, You failed the trials before. The Jedi way is not the right way. Lord Khan has shown me the correct way. Join me. Destroy these imposters as the Sith Lords. Help me destroy the Jedi. Earn your destiny. Uh, at that point, Corel actually just... Her lightsaber deactivates and it falls from her hand. That's all that happens that round. Okay. And then the camera pans over to... K.O. Yeah. Well, now I'm really mad because my Amiga, she's being hurt. She dropped her lightsabers for some weird reason. I don't understand what's going on over there, obviously. Yeah, because he's whispering so, in her ear. I was going to say, so to, to the outsider, that, looking at this, like, Rafe is holding, like, has her suspended by a Leku. Yeah, he's got yeah. a hold of her Leku. Yeah. He's got her, like, pulled up by the Leku, yeah. and he's, like, well, whispering. She, she's kind of on one knee, so he has her, he has her stretched upwards, so she's kind of... Not really, but that's, yeah. she's not but suspended she's not, off the ground. Right, but like he's correct. got her, like like as if he p grabbed her hair and like exactly. pulled her upward off of that. Like so, she's still kind of on her feet, but not really. Yep. So Ko, that's what you see. I'm gonna spend every ounce of my power to basically try to bull rush Rafe. Okay. So you're gonna try to hit him with the butt of your gun, or just me? I'm pretty big. Okay. So it's a brawl check. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me look. There's a there's a destiny point you can spend there too. Oh, I'm I'm gonna because basically like I'm going to like kind of know that I'm feeling more passionate. And I realize that there's something going on, so I basically just dive into that passion. He's got an he's got an adversary rank. So yeah. you're gonna up that to uh, a red. He has a melee defensive one, which I would still think would go on brawl checks too. Yeah, it's a melee attack. Yeah. So. Okay. So roll it. So you're gonna have two black dice, a red, a purple, and then whatever your brawl check is. I'm gonna use this this destiny point, uh, and I'm basically I'm, I'm diving into that passion that uh, Tassar gave me to um, increase my ability to yep. crush Rafe's I, tiny. That'll give you an automatic success. Yep. Tiny, tiny body. So you could, if you wanted, you could maneuver once to get to him. Yeah. As you're running, use a second maneuver to aim. And give yourself a blue die, and then... Oh, I could, yeah. I could take yeah. strain to do that, yeah. Yep. I'll do that, too. Okay. So, basically, I just, like, I start running, because I'm, I'm basically, I just see Corel being, you know, kind of slowly lifted up, and I kind of just lose it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I don't, like, this is the closest we've ever had, other than Tazi almost dying in the, the bowels of hell. Uh, and uh, this is the only only time that anybody's really been that injured that's been close to him so far. And he basically just kind of like whispers, "Not again!" And he just starts running it towards uh, Corel and all of those other things that we talked about happens. Here we go. Done. 
Uh, one success and three advantages. Okay. I don't know if that does anything cool. Uh, but I tackled that Kirk out of him. What do you want those advantages to be? I don't know. If I can disarm him, I will totally disarm him. Like, if he just didn't expect me to, like, manhandle him. Handle. Yeah, with three three advantages, yes, you knocked the lightsaber out of his hand. Boom. What is your damage, though? Let me do that real That's quick. strength? No, brawn? Brawn plus, plus success. Successes. Four. Okay. Oh, five, because I had an automatic success. Booyah! So yeah, I so I don't know. I well, should I use the advantages to have him disarm Corell? Like so he does, like he lets, lets go, go of Corell instead. You could, yeah. Cuz I'd rather think that would be more advantageous. Okay. Yep. All right. So, KO, you you charge forward, you shoulder your you throw oh, yeah. your shoulder into Rafe. Uh he drops Corell back to her knee. He kind of gets knocked off and spun uh, a couple steps away from you, but you notice as you hit him around him is almost as you hit him like a, a black shimmering wave kind of surrounded oh, him that sucks and i mean you hit him hard yeah but it doesn't look like it did any damage oh good. but that black shimmer kind of uh, it starts where you hit him and it goes around him and then kind of seems to uh disappear into like a, a little bit of smoke got it yeah, he's got a force protection yeah. ability um the vulture droid comes flying in he's Besides, he's going to do some barrel rolls and try to make it look fancy and just peppers the ground all around you or all around the manticore, but doesn't hit it. And Tazi's going to take that chance to uh, fire back at the ineffective vulture droid. Still the three? No, uh, four. Sorry, there's there's a difference of yep. three. Four, and then I'm going to use my maneuver again to aim. Yep. There's a lot of uh, advantages and... Uh, and threats here, but I do see one success. Mm-hmm. Well, as the vulture droid is, is doing its uh, spinning and missing, uh, Tazi uh, flicks the control stick to the left just a little, taps the trigger on the uh, on the control, and one last blast of fire comes out from the manticore and just catches the droid on the tail end of the ship, which causes it to spin directly into the ground next to the manticore. Vultures have been destroyed. Uh, the f- the guys that are flying, they come flying in, and they are firing at the refugees and the mercenaries that were with the refugees that were in the back. They're engaged back there. Blaster bolts peppering the ground. A couple bodies go flying, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then it's the mercenaries' turn to fire back. Uh, the four mercenaries in the back, they actually uh, they shoot two of those fires out of the air. And you see him come spinning, and they crash into the walls. Uh, camera pans over to A1 in the cockpit of the Crowlet's Fang. Uh, he looks over at Essek. Uh, at, you fly in the air, I'll shoot. And Essek takes off, and A1's firing a barrage into all of the droids that are walking forward. And he fires the guns and hits the ground all around them. Uh, and then we go back to the top. Uh, Tassar Force leaps up doing three flips in the air, lands next to Rafe and tries to bring the uh, saber staff down. Wow. She brings it down very solid on the ground next to Rafe and misses. Uh, So it's Rafe's turn. Rafe looks at Tassar, holds his hand out, points at her, and flings her into the wall. And she crashes into the wall and kind of falls down. Next PC. Uh, Corell is on 
you know, kind of on the ground, half fallen at this point. And she finally, like, shakes her head and her eyes clear. She looks around at the battlefield just to see Rafe just pick Tassar up with the force and fling her against one of the rock walls, sending her to the, the ground in a, in a crunching heap. And Corell just slowly, I mean, slowly in in that way that only happens in cinematics, which means I'm going to really fuck up this role. Just I want you guys to know this. Gets to her feet, starts walking slowly the you know, the five feet away that Rafe is and with the force calls her lightsaber to her hand and ignites it and just brings it up in this low underhand cut that will attempt to bisect Rafe. Alright, so he still has adversary left. Okay, so adversary's gonna adversary's gonna upgrade a purple to a red. Correct. He has the fearsome uh, ability. So when you become engaged with a character, make a fear check. So you need to make a discipline check, DC three. Yes. Um, okay. Oh my God. That's four, five successes and five threats. So you see Corell come up and I mean, she calls her lightsaber to her hand, but her hand is shaking the closer she gets to Rafe. And I'm going to take five strain okay. for that. And you can, when she takes the last two steps, you, it almost looks like she's fighting a wind. She's just plodding forward. And then she brings the lightsaber up in an attack maneuver. So I end up with three successes and a threat. So he is going to take 13 breach one. I mean, her lightsaber comes up, ignites, and just comes right back down on him. Okay. Uh, he does manage to get his lightsaber up, and he does slow your blow down a little bit, okay. uh, reducing the amount of damage. And Corral's uh, going to take another point of strain from that threat, okay. if that's okay with you. Yep. Next PC. Was there anything other than Rafe and Corral? The, uh, the droid Dakar is there. And he's wide open because the Kralitz Fang is now out of its way. I move into a better position to shoot the Dakar. Okay. No, nothing, but that's it. All right. Okay, there's no upgrades on him because he's he basically... And I broke his shield. Yep. Two successes and two threats. Describe how, how this thing uh, explodes. Uh, KO kind of like moves out of the the kind of that weird aura feeling that he had and he just was like he realized it was coming from from Wraith and he didn't want to deal with it and then he realizes that the Kralit Fang kind of like in that same moment when Krell was like plodding forward the, the Kralit's Fang like starts to lift up and he turns and looks at him at the droid and the droid turns and looks at him and it kind of like it's the lights on its eyes where its eyes would normally be kind of flutter and he just shoots it straight in the eyeballs well eye light bulbs <laughs> In the optical receptors. In the, yeah, yeah, optical receptors. The high beams. Yeah, the high beams. The high beams. And uh, when when he, when, it, when he hits it, uh, it takes like two steps forward and tries to start to do the roll move. And as it starts to roll, it basically explodes itself out, um, most likely because I had broken most of it when I shot it in the shield generator. Uh, the flyers and the guys in the back. Uh, the flyers come flying in, and you see one of the mercenaries. He meets his end. There's just a, a puff of laser blast, and he falls over. Uh, the other three return fire. The remaining three mercenaries, they fire back, and they take out the other three flyers. Camera pans over to Tazi. 
Is there one flyer left? There's three flyers left. There's They've, three flyers left. Yeah. They, were, they were flying in two groups of three, and the mercenaries have taken out one of the groups. So we've got the three flyers, and then there's still the robots on the ground, correct? That, correct. That A1 missed completely yeah. with the good yeah. guns and, on the Kralitz fight. Yeah. And this round, they'll be in range to fire at you guys. Okay. Um, then Tazi's going to make the decision to fire on the group of droids instead of the... Right, that seems like the more pertinent threat. What uh, difficulty for that shot with the guns on the ship? I think because it's a group, it's going to lower the difficulty by one. So normally it would be a four. Go down to three. Give yourself a blue die as well, well for, for, the, uh, for aiming. Yep. Well, for grouping. And then if you want to aim, you can yeah, take well, another blue I will blue take die. another blue die then because I'm going to aim. I just It's hard for me in my mind to picture you're firing this huge gun into this group, and it would be hard to hit. Like, I'm, yeah, thing. I'm not aiming at a person. I'm, I'm not aiming at one droid. I'm aiming at the group of droids. Mm -hmm. That'll do it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Four. No five for the battle. Yep. Yeah, Battle Magician did one. it. With three advantages, though. Four advantages. That's a crit. That's a crit. Let's see. Ship's guns. Load. Roll a d10. Eight. How many advantages did you have? Four. Okay. Uh, you're firing into a group of 30 with big guns. So you, you fire a barrage, and after the it, it lands, hits the ground, and after the dust and stuff clears, you see After the dust and droid parts dust clear from the sky. Parts, yeah. Uh, you see that 12 of them have fallen. So the droids come up. There's a group of three that take aim and fire at KO. So they fire a, a barrage you take my, of my, shots my, at you. My long-distance defense... Did you add a black die? Okay. They're going to hit you for six points of damage, and they have three threats. What would you like their threats to be? Uh, would you oh. like to take a blue die to shoot back at them? Yeah, I would like to have more reason to shoot them better. <laughs> so, yeah, like the, the it's coming from the, the group, right? The yep. one that Tazi had just blewed up. Yep. So uh, they hit me, like, in the shoulder, uh, and it kind of glances off, but you can see the, the like, the burn mark from where the... The, the carbon scoring. The carbon scoring. Yeah. And I look at those, this is my new armor. And that's when I turn and I start shooting at them. Well, prepared to shoot at them. Okay. So you get a blue die. Now I'm just extra mind. angry. Thanks for the passion. I am just on fire right now. Uh, four of the groups, because they're, they're groups in threes. Okay. Just for simplicity for my sake. Um, four of them start shooting at the Kralitz thing, which does nothing because they can't get through its armor, but they're droids. They don't know that. Uh, and the last group, the only other target out here is Karel. Do you have With any Rafe. range? <laughs> Do you have any range defense? Yeah, I've got a range defense of one. Okay. They do not blast into Rafe as they fire, uh, like I said, another barrage of shots that just lands and, and peppers the ground all around you. And the camera pans back over to A1. He looks over at Essek. Uh, I can't. I can't seem to shoot him. I think we should do something very brave. And Essek kind of says, "Yeah, uh, uh, what?" He always says, "Turn the ship sideways and just gently crush them with it." And Essek kind of smiles. What is Tazi's piloting skill? Tazi is a uh, space piloting is three yellows. Okay, so basically, that you, you guys see the Kraltsfang turn sideways, and from inside you hear a bunch of. Ah! is the people in the back kind of all slam into one wall because A1 forgot they're there and you see the ship just kind of dropping over the top of them as, it, as Essex went to literally try to just land it sideways basically my ship my ship my ship 
four successes with five threats. Tazi's slamming on the comms, like slapping the comms button on the console as hard as he can to try and get to A1. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, uh, co-piloting. We're, we're good. Who is piloting the ship? Uh, Essek. What? We're good. We're good. Yeah, roll me a D10. <laughs> One. All right. You watch the ship. It lands pretty hard on the ground. Not enough to do damage to it, but there's... Uh, give the Kraut's Fang... Uh, we'll use the threats as system strain. So give it five oh. system strain, and he crushes six of the droids <laughs> underneath it. And Essek looks rather pleased. Uh, camera pans back, pans over to Tassar. She picks herself up off the ground after getting slammed into the wall pretty hard. She calmly places her hands on herself, and you see her kind of heal. And then it goes over to Rafe, who has Corel in front of him with a lightsaber swinging at him. He is going to swing at you. Do you have any melee defense? I have a melee defense, yes. Hold one. So one success and no advantages. Rafe, uh, He's got his lightsaber out. He just steps forward and grabs it with both hands and just swings it uh, as hard as he can, kind of an overhand motion. And I'm assuming you're going to parry? Yeah, Corral's lightsaber comes up and deflects. How much damage is he going to do normally? 11. Uh, the lightsaber comes up and deflects the blow off to her left side, and it almost completely misses her, except it catches her along the outer part of her left calf, and she hisses in pain. Takes one point. Okay. And it is PC's turn. That would be mine. So Rafe swings. Curl takes that damage. She kind of hops back, favoring that leg. And she doesn't quite do the whole Qui-Gon Jinn, Kraut, you know, sits and folded leg meditation. But you see her half close her eyes and slow her breathing. Her lightsaber is still kind of in a guard position, but she just stands there in front of Rafe, closing her eyes and centering herself in the force okay oh and for my maneuver i'm going to use defensive stance i'm going to recover four string with that all right ko so there are three of these battle droids that fired at you yep and i must still shoot them and there's rafe is now not engaged with anybody so i'm gonna i'm gonna look at the three droids that are coming towards me i'm gonna look over at corel and rafe i'm gonna look back at the three droids i'm gonna look back at rafe I'm going to look back at the droids. I'm going to go, Kark! Rafe is ignoring you. Right. So, I, I'm, and I realize that he's ignoring me. Okay, I was like, I don't, I don't get ignored, Rafe. Guy. Apparently Sith Lord thing. And so, I'm going to shoot at Rafe again. <laughs> but I'm going to aim real hard. Okay. He does have a whole whopping one range defense. Uh, three successes and an advantage. Yep. Okay. What is your damage, please? It's 13. You shoot him well, and his armor soaks quite a bit of it up. Uh, he is wearing armored robes. Uh, that soaks a lot of it up, but you definitely hit him hard. And he kind of turns and just kind of shakes his head. I'm not here for you. You can live or die. The choice is yours. Apparently it's going to die. Okay. Camera pans over to Tazi. And Tazi continues to fire into the group of droids. Okay. There's now 12 droids left, so we'll go hard again, uh, but just get rid of the blue dice since the group has gotten smaller. 
Still three. Except for if you want to take a blue die for it. I aiming. will take a blue die to aim. Okay. Yep. So that's uh, three successes and a threat. Uh, roll Four the, successes with battle meditation. Roll the d10, please. Nine. Tazi, you lay a line of fire across the front of them, and you watch nine of them fall. Not nine of them fall. There's there's one little group of three left that kind of look at each other, and they're not sure what they're going to do. Droid parts are raining down all around KO. <laughs> you three are the droids. What would you do if you just watched 27 other droids? K-7, are you sure about this? We have to kill them. Are you sure? Because, I mean, that's K-8, K-9, K-10, K-11, K-13, K-14. I'm never saying, guys, can we do it? Do it. Oh, I can't stop my programming, can I? Roger, roger. Okay, you, uh, three of them take aim at you. They aimed well, but their sights are off. <laughs> And they miss. And we camera pans over to A1 and Essek. Uh, the ship is sideways now. A1 goes, oh, uh, I got a shot now. And sitting sideways, he's going to try to aim the guns at the last three droids that are there. Uh, flip one of those dark side over to light. Oh, stop just it. Just because he's on his side, it would be much more difficult. He fires, and all the shots just completely miss him. And as he's firing... Uh, you can see him sweeping the gun kind of from uh, the right to the left, and about halfway through, the guns just stop working. But it keeps keeps swinging. Yeah, I rolled at despair. All right, camera pans over to Tassar. She healed herself last round. She is going to force sleep back up and try to take uh, Rafe out. That's an interesting roll. All right, she uh, she force leaps up from where she was. She lands right next to Rafe. She's got her saber staff out. And as she swings, her saber staff just sputters and there's sparks that go all up and down the length of it and it turns off. Rafe's turn. He turns and sees that Tassar's right there. And he just simply says, I believe our relationship is done. I have found your replacement. And he looks back at Corel. And he swings his lightsaber, knocking her saber staff clean out of her hand, cleaving into her chest and doing quite a bit of damage to her. She falls down to one knee and kind of holds on to the wound. And she's kind of shaking. Camera shifts over to Corell. Corell had been had had her eyes half closed, and while the attack on Dasar registers, she doesn't seem to move until Rafe finishes his move, and his back is sort of to her. By the way, one of my maneuvers is to use defensive stance again. Okay. And she just kind of opens her eyes and looks at Rafe and says, "You want me to join you?" You touched the Leku. And she brings her lightsaber around in an attack act. Okay. And I'm going to spend this destiny point. Okay. You can keep it because I was actually literally had one in my hand to flip it over for you. <sighs> well, she's fallen into what the Jedi know as moving meditation. And she just lets the force guide her attack. And that is a triumph. Okay. And a success because of it. And battle meditation. Yeah, battle actually, meditation. a success with a triumph is all I have left. Yeah. Did he attempt to parry? Yeah. Could I use that crit instead to sunder his weapon? Sure. I mean, he wouldn't take any damage then, but I would basically just cut his lightsaber in half. Okay. So Krill just kind of all of a sudden moves, the force guiding her hand as her lightsaber comes up right at Rafe's hand. He moves his hand just far enough out of the way to keep it from getting severed at the wrist. But in doing so, she catches her his lightsaber 
right across the focus crystal mount and just it shatters in his hand and the red blade dies as the pieces of his lightsaber fall to the ground okay you see as the blade goes through as it strikes rafe just before it does it's got that same similar black uh kind of uh, bubble forms around him just for a second okay and he is looking like he is really hurt because that's you said one success so that's 11 yeah so that would be 11 points okay uh next pc KO, there's still three of them shooting at you. How far are they away now? They have moved up to short range. I am going to shoot them with my flamethrower. Okay. Uh, <laughs> three. Activate yeah, I do. First, I do, yeah. Uh, three successes uh, and five advantages. So um, I activate blast and burst. So all three of them are taking 13 points of damage and will continue to take 13 points of damage on their turn for five rounds. Okay. So you, you light them on fire. You see them burning. You hear the sound of yeah, <laughs> droids in peril. They yeah. do not sound very happy. Uh, we go over to the flyers. There's two flyers left and two mercenaries left. The flyers come in and lay another array of blaster shots down and miss. The mercenaries fire back, and they fire up into the air and harmlessly hit nothing. Tazi, the camera pans over to you. Tazi looks at the panel, looks at his targets, and says, I hope this works, and uh, focuses the guns on Rafe. Okay. So you're hitting a single target, so it's daunting. And, you, yep, you're shooting at a melee, so one of those is going to get upgraded to a red. Cause, destiny point? Uh, you can spend one if you'd like. Flipping a destiny point. Okay, so one of those purples gets upgraded to a red. I'm taking my blue dice to aim, obviously. <laughs> well, you didn't roll a despair. I did not hit him. Uh, but uh, the threats, advantages. I, I have. I got to count them up here. Actually, uh, a failure with one advantage. Okay. So you fire Corel all around you. You see, I mean, just large explosions as these large blaster shots just start landing next to you and... Uh, with the advantage, I would like the advantage to to actually give be the next person that goes a blue. Okay, Rafe just kind of looks at you as all these shots are going all around. Looks like your friends don't like you after all. Last chance. And then the camera pans over to the droids that are looking at Ko. Oh, basically the camera pans over as you see like one in one of their eyes kind of pops out, and <laughs> one of their arms falls off, and they slowly just melt into scrap heap. Uh, then the camera pans Perfect. over to A1 and Essek. A1 just kind of looks at Essek. Um, maybe we should get the ship upright and, and land it now. <laughs> they spend the next round riding the ship. Uh, and we go back to the top, uh, to Sar. Well, her saber staff doesn't seem to want to work. She reaches out with the force. What is your discipline again? Uh, two yellows and a green. She succeeded. Okay. Corel, you feel your your lightsaber begins to shake in your hand, and then it it's it's flung out of your hand and into Rafe. And you see the lightsaber literally just sticks in his chest, and then you see Rafe just fall over backwards. And you look over, and Tassar's got her finger there, and she just kind of smiles at you. Next PC. So Corel's just staring at her lightsaber for a second, and then she blinks. Uh, is Rafe is Rafe still breathing at all, or is he dead? Dead. He does not appear to be breathing at all. And your lightsaber turns off after okay. it hits him. Okay. So Corel runs over to KO and starts rummaging through his med pack. 
that's going to be my maneuver and my action this round. I, I'm going to pull a stim pack out. What are you doing? He's not dead yet. That why we need him dead. We need he needs to be dead. Okay, what's your action? What are you doing? Just save him. What? No, I'm not saving Rafe. What are you doing? It's not for me to decide if he lives or dies. Okay, it can be my decision. I'll shoot him. K.O., he knows something. I need to save his life. Camera pans over to Tazi. There's still three of the little flyer guys. Tazi hits a button and shuts down the weapons panel. Okay. And grabs his sidearm and runs toward the the ramp out of the ship. Okay. If you want to take a shot, I would just say take some strain. We'll consider that two maneuvers. He'll actually, as he's coming down off the ramp, he'll pull his pistol up and take a couple shots at one of the flyers. All right. Because he's moving toward the group of refugees. and Okay. Uh, just make it two because they're in medium range, basically. You said it was a point of strain for Tazi? Uh, or two, two points for, basically, your first maneuver was shutting the ship down, the weapons down. The second maneuver was getting out of the ship. Uh, yeah, that's uh, four successes, uh, which is a crit on my blaster. <laughs> Uh, it's four successes and uh, one, actually, yeah, one threat. Okay. What is your? Uh, that's uh, thirteen points of damage and the crit. Okay. So I usually I usually say the crits take out one minion, and okay. then the damage would be enough to take out the other two. So if you'd like to narrate how you come out here all coolly, calmly, pull out your gun Tazi. and just shoot them all out of the air. Tazi runs down the ramp, and as he hits the end of the ramp, he looks up and flips his pistol out into his hand. Cracks off two shots, and those two shots manage to contact two of the flyers. One of the flyers' tanks explodes immediately. The second flyer, the control nozzle on the second tank gets shot off. He spins into his friend next to him, and they both careen to the ground in a pile of smoke and bodies. And as you come out, you also hear an argument going on. And since we're out of combat, back to the argument. If you're not going to do it, I will. I'm going to shoot him dead. No. Yes, yes. Why are we keeping him alive? Curl reaches behind her and pulls her lightsaber to her hand. No. There's resistance. Tassar, yeah. let it go. Okay. You hear your lightsaber turn on, and then it gets let go. Basically, what, what you see, Tazi, you look over and see Rafe down. Tassar's got a hold of Corel's lightsaber. The lightsaber's still coming out. I can see it sticking out of Rafe. It's still ignited and... It wasn't... It, or, like, it, to the it hilt hit or... him and was ignited, and then it turned off and fell on him. Tassar had a hold of it while they were arguing. You hear Corel say, let go. Tassar says, okay. Lights it up, which, again, goes right back into his chest and then lets go, which turns it off and then it flies into Corel's hand, I'm assuming, and make your shot. Uh, it's just going to be one red because she's there. So okay. She's kind of engaged with him. And my maneuver will be to aim. All right. I'm too far away to block this, aren't I? That's three successes and an advantage. So uh, not knowing the argument, I can't really tell what's happening here, except that there's a, a struggle with his pistol still out. As he's walking up to the group, Tazi just levels his pistol and fires one right into like into the, the upper region of Rafe's torso. So we won. You feel your lightsaber come into your hand. And Tazi, Tazi puts his pistol away. Yeah, we won. Although Corel apparently wanted to save Rafe's life. Corel puts her lightsaber back on her belt and just walks over and looks at Rafe. Just expressionless. Doesn't say a word. He's got two nice lightsabers through his chest and uh, another blaster through his chest. And There's no saving him. I know. And then a minute later, the Crowlet's Fang lands right near you guys. Um, someone should probably take a look at her. And Tazi points it at 
Tassar as again, she's got this oh, yeah. kind of gaping wound in yeah, her chest. She's pretty she's pretty wounded. Ko, can you? Ko walks up to Tassar, slaps a stim pack on her, and walks away, and starts ushering orders to the people that were right outside the cave. All right, and starts. All right, everybody, get inside the crowd's fang. Let's move. Okay, we gotta check the refugees first. They took a. There's quite a lot of fire over there. All right, well, get him into my get him into my laboratory, and I'll I'll take a look at him. Krull grabs Rafe by the cowl of his of his armor and just starts walking off to the north. Krull, where are you going? Home. She just keeps walking. Hey everyone, this is Kendall. Just wanted to mention a few different things. First of all, thank you very much for Derek and Jacob for providing a little extra voice support for this episode. We appreciate it. Thank you guys very much. Jacob is actually one of our Patreons and has been heard in episode 201 of this season. So thank you to both those guys. They really helped us out. Also, we wanted to let you know we had another great review on iTunes. This one from James. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Uh, It's magnificent, honestly. There's a lot to read here, but his summation is, Overall, it's hard to see how Redemption could get better because it's already top-notch, but it keeps pushing upward. Redemption is now my favorite actual play podcast, not just for Star Wars, but for any game. James, thank you very much for this incredible review. We ran into James on Reddit where we post the episodes after every release and he just floored us with his feedback and we're going to continue to put out the best podcast we can. Thank you very much. Also, just wanted to let everybody know this is our last podcast for the year. Our two-week release episode means the next one will be in 2017. So we want to wish all of you guys a... Happy Life Day, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Joyous Solstice, Happy New Year, whatever it is you do, we wish it to be a lot better than 2016. And we'll be right here with you to celebrate 2017 and keep putting out new Star Wars stories. This week's Patreon backer, Michael at the RPG Academy. Thanks for giving us money, Michael. We love you. A little bit. You know, in a a normal gamer sort of way. Redemption is played using the Star Wars role-playing game system by Fantasy Flight Games and Lucas Books. You can find us on social media, Facebook and Twitter, at RedemptionPod, and Instagram, at RedemptionPodcast, and our website, RedemptionPodcast.com. Please leave us a review on iTunes or any other thing that you use to listen to us. Uh, it really does help us, uh, helps people find us, and it makes us feel really good about ourselves. So I like to be, you know, feel good. You know, you do wink uh and if you like us uh, please consider our patreon uh patreon.com backslash redemption it's uh we don't need it but we love it we appreciate it we um want to do this and we love you for everything you do i love you the most <laughs>